chapter six. A peanut butter sandwich. Wow, in case you didn't understand that, that's chapter six of peanut butter sandwich. I told you to be careful, scolded Keith, when his parents had gotten the dress and Ralph had crawled down his arm into the hand. It wasn't my fault the doors blew shut. Ralph jumped from, from the hand to the bedspread. Though Keith was a friendly boy, even a generous one, Ralph still did not like to feel the feel of skin against his paws. It must be terrible to go on through life without fur and such a nuisance, having to wear clothes that had to be washed and drip-dried. Ralph knew all about drip-drying. Many were the drops of water from shirts and slips that he had dodged going in and out of the mouse hole. You don't have to stay out so long, Keith pointed out as he began to dress. What's the use of having a motorcycle if you can't go tearing around staying out late? Ralph asked reasonably. You don't have a motorcycle, said Keith. I just let you use mine. You better be careful. I like that motorcycle and I don't want anything to happen to it. I'll take care of it, promised Ralph, somewhat chastened. I don't want anything to happen to it either. Oh, something happens to it. Oh, you think so? Yeah. Hmm. That's what we call foreshadowing. It's going to be harder to get a chance to ride it now that my mother has seen you, said Keith. She's a terribly good housekeeper, and she's sure to, sure to complain to management. Speaking of breakfast... You people are too tidy, complained Ralph. I'm not getting enough to eat around here. You don't leave any crumbs. I never thought of it, said Keith. What would you like to eat? Ralph was astounded. This was the first time in his life anyone had asked him what he would like to eat. It had always been a question of what he could get his paws on. You mean I have a choice, he asked, incredulous. Sure, said the boy. All I have to do is order it when we go down to breakfast and then bring you some. Ralph had time to think. After a diet of Zweisbeck and graham crackers provided by little children, bits of candy and an occasional peanut or apple core left by medium-sized children, or a crust of toast and a dab of jam left by an adult who had ordered breakfast sent from room service, the possibilities of choosing his own meal were almost too much. What do you think Ralph will choose? Uh. Adeline, what do you think the mouse will choose to eat? Maybe. I know what I'd like, Ralph said at last, but I don't know what you call it. Once some people who said they were almost out of money stayed in these rooms. They had four children, all of them hungry, and they couldn't afford to go to the dining room, so they got some bread and spread it with something brown out of a jar and put some more bread on top of that. They whispered all the time they were eating because they didn't want the maid or bellboy to know that they were having a meal in their room. Afterwards, they all got down on their hands and knees and picked up every single crumb on the carpet so no one would guess they had eaten in their rooms. It was a great disappointment. It smelled so good, like peanuts, only better. What do you think it is? Peanut butter. The boy and laughed. Jelly. I mean, not peanut butter toast. Mm. Peanut, butter, peanut butter sandwich, maybe. Yeah. Is there one on top of the other? The boy laughed. It was peanut butter sandwich. Sure, I'll bring you a peanut butter sandwich. Bought it. Or part of one. I'll eat part of it myself. It'll be kind of a funny breakfast, but I won't mind that. 
Where will you leave it? asked Ralph. Keith thought a minute. Where do you live? he asked. In the knothole under the window. No kidding, Keith laughed. That's the hole I poked my finger in last night. I'll say you did, said Ralph. Scared me out of a year's growth. Nobody has ever guessed it's a mouth hole because it's a knot hole instead of a chewed hole. Wait, what? It's like a, a net, almost like a natural hole in the wood. Like, you know, sometimes there's knots in the wood that turn, or like when the wood gets all turny. Anyway, it's a, it's a hole. It's the hole where he lives and it doesn't look like it's been chewed. I'll tell you what, said Keith. I'll bring up part of a peanut butter sandwich and poke it through the knot hole. Just like room service. Ralph could not have been more pleased with his suggestion. Um, what about the motorcycle? He asked. Where are you going to leave that? In my suitcase, I guess. Oh, come on, pleaded Ralph. Have a heart. Leave it someplace where I can get it while you're out during the day. You're supposed to be in your mouse hole asleep, not running around in the daylight where people can see you. Well, gee whiz, can a fella even look at it? Asked Ralph. I bet you like to look at big motorcycles yourself. Yes, I do, admitted the boy. Well, I'll leave it back under the bed like I, did, I said, but you promise not to ride it until after dark. Scout's honor. Ralph jumped off the bed and ran off to the knothole. Ralph's home was furnished with a clutter of things people drop on the floor of a hotel room. Lots of Kleenexes, hair, ravelings. His mother was always planning to straighten it out, but she never got around to it. She was always too busy fussing and worrying. Now, as Ralph expected, she was dividing rye crisp crumbs, don't know what that is, among his squeaky bunch of little brothers and sisters while she waited to scold him. Ralph, if I've told you once, I've told you a thousand times, she began. Guess what, interrupted Ralph in an attempt to change the subject. Somebody in 215 is going to bring us a real peanut butter sandwich. Ralph, cried his frightened mother, you haven't been associating with people. Uh, he's just a boy, said Ralph, deciding to keep the, clip, the complete story of the dangers and the glories of the past night to himself. He wouldn't hurt us. He likes mice. But he's a person, said his mother. That doesn't mean he has to be bad, said Ralph, just like Pop used to say. People shouldn't say all mice are timid just because some mice are. Or that all mice play when the cat's away just because some do. Just the same, Ralph, said his mother. I do wish you would be more careful whom you associate with. I'm so afraid you'll fall in with the wrong sort of friends. I'm growing up, said Ralph. I'm getting too old to hang around with mouse nests all the time. I want to go out and see the world. I want to go down on the ground floor and see the kitten and the dining room and the storeroom and the garbage truck cans out back. Oh, Ralph, cried his mother. Not the ground floor. Not all the way down there. You aren't old enough. Yes, I am, said Ralph stoutly. There's no telling what you might run into down there. Mousetraps, cats, poison. Why, out by the garbage cans, you might be seen by an owl. I don't care, said Ralph. Someday I'm moving downstairs. But think of the owls, Ralph, implored his mother. We moved into the hotel because of the owls. It was after your Uncle Leroy disappeared and his bones were found in an owl pellet. His mother's mouse plea was interrupted by the sound of Keith returning to room 215. Now you'll see, said Ralph to his mother and waited, anxious lest his friend let him down.